This is an SBS radio podcast, Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. Australia's undergoing digital disruption that's set to dramatically change the workforce. Yet, with a continued decline in student uptake of science, technology, engineering and mathematics, or STEM school subjects, Australia will need to look overseas to bring in skilled migrants as we prepare the next generation for the digital future. Australia is one of the most connected nations in the world, with nearly three-quarters of the population using mobile phones to access the Internet, according to the Department of Industry, Innovation and Science. Accounting firm PricewaterhouseCoopers predicts that the growing ubiquity of technology will dramatically change the workforce, with 44% of current jobs likely to vanish in two decades. PwC's A Smart Move report forecasts that 75% of the fastest-growing occupations will require skills in the STEM fields. The country's peak information, communications and technology body, the AIIA, says technology is going to completely transform our economy, environment and society in the digital age. Rob Fitzpatrick is the AIIA's chief executive officer. We know for a fact that the world is going digital first and it is literally changing everything in our personal and professional lives. The digital we're seeing is increasingly embedded into everything. There's a phrase called Internet of Things, which means that over time, more than 100%, there's a greater than 100% penetration of mobiles. So mobile connectivity is not just in the phones that we're carrying, but there'll be smart devices in our cars, in infrastructure, in the environment that we're around. However, as Australia shifts into a digital economy and increases its demand for more STEM skills, student participation rates in these subjects have dropped in recent years. What we've seen is that a study of each of the Australian states and territories from 1992 to 2012, over a 20-year period, found that the total number of Year 12 students increased by around 16%, but the participation rates for most science and math subjects may fell by around 7% for sciences and by 11% for mathematics. While we don't have a target, it's clear that this is an area that should be growing. Dr. Marlene Kanga is president-elect of the World Federation of Engineering Organisations. She's concerned that Australia is one of the few OECD countries without a formal strategy in STEM education, considering three-quarters of our future jobs will require interaction with high-technology equipment and processes. So it's very urgently needed to have more young people taking STEM subjects. And in fact, it's declined so steeply that in the 1990s, 90% of students used to study at least one subject in science. Now it is less than 50%. This is according to research by the Office of the Chief Scientist. And there's been a huge decline in the numbers studying mathematics as well. In fact, in New South Wales, you can leave school and get the high school certificate without uh, taking a mathematics subject, which is is a big issue. Sydney University's Dr. Rachel Wilson specialises in educational assessment. She says the declining student participation in STEM subjects is largely due to a lack of qualified teachers in mathematics and science. 
we've had declining participation rates amongst teachers and people going into teacher education programs. And this means that, you know, teachers, um, generalist teachers in primary school and teachers of non-mathematics subjects in high school are less and less equipped to talk about maths, integrate maths into their areas and their teaching across the curriculum. Dr Wilson says Australia's falling behind many countries in STEM education. Year 11 and 12 students in Victoria, New South Wales and the ACT currently don't have to study maths or science. Dr Wilson believes mathematics and science should become compulsory high school subjects for Australia. No, not for Australia. For students. Pick up 321. Dr Wilson believes mathematics and science should become compulsory high school subjects for Australia to become competitive against our regional neighbours. It's very important that we should make that compulsion for maths and science study first amongst those who are doing teacher education programs because we cannot help, we cannot hope to turn around the trends unless we do that and that would be the most strategic place to implement that expectation. A push to make maths or science compulsory for Year 11 and 12 students by the Federal Government was rejected by the states in May this year. In the meantime, the AIIA's Rob Fitzpatrick says it's clear we don't have enough skilled STEM workers trained to meet the demand in the short-term future. Given the transformation of our jobs economy is going to happen in the next 15 years, we can't wait for the next generation to come through to actually going to require a transformation for all of us at all age categories. He says Australia will need to look elsewhere to fill the skills shortage. We as an economy and talking with the government structurally need to think about broader skill sets and how we in the short term perhaps bring in skills from overseas to help accelerate the learning and capability in Australia. Dr Marlene Kanga is the former National President of Engineers Australia. She's seen firsthand how skilled migrants have made an impact during the mining boom years. Australia graduates around 6,000 engineers each year, and this number has remained flat for about the last 30 years. It hasn't changed. Uh, but the demand for engineers and engineering qualifications reached a high of 22,000 in the mining boom period. So we've continued to see this flow of migrants. And this is what is helping Australia's economy, because while our domestic uh, students aren't increasing in the STEM areas, uh, we have an uh, increasing number of migrants migrants wanting to come to Australia. Recognising the importance of STEM skills for a digital future, the federal government has allocated $65 million to fund a range of initiatives to increase participation among children and young people in STEM subjects. The Labour opposition also offered support for STEM during the election campaign, proposing federally funded STEM teacher scholarships. But Dr Rachel Wilson says what Australia needs is a long-term plan in order to compete against other countries in the age of digital disruption. We want to get teachers doing maths and science first. We want to have a long-term plan so that we expect all students to complete maths and science over, say, in the next 10 to 15 years. Now, that will put us in a position where we are no longer <laughs> a very unusual case internationally because at the moment we are. Most countries have an expectation that students complete maths for high school graduation and many of them also um, expect science. So, you know, we've got a lot of catch-up to do. National Science Week is exploring activities and events of science, technology, engineering and mathematics from August 13 to 21. 
children and adults can learn how drones, droids and robots are reshaping agriculture, mining, manufacturing, medicine and space, as well as deep ocean exploration. For more information, visit scienceweek.net.au. This feature was prepared by Amy Chin-Yu Wong, and for SBS, I'm Andrew Bolton. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.